Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Uncensored Empath, a place for us to discuss highly sensitive energy, illness, healing, and transformation. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Think of this podcast as your no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship. You'll get straight to the point, totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing and growth journey right beside you. This is a Soul Fire production. Jackie Van Ruler is my guest today. She is a magical human being who I've had the pleasure of working with in person. She is a holistic esthetician in Denver, Colorado, and she specializes in facial massage techniques that have a natural facelifting effect. And she can also read your face and tell you where you have physical, energetic, and emotional blockages that are affecting your health and your skin. So if you are somebody like myself who can get a little obsessed with skincare, products, techniques, all the things, and you've ever wondered why your skincare products don't work or have stopped working for you, or why you break out in the same damn place over and over and over again, then Jackie is here to enlighten us. We talk about all the things. I did not hold back with what I wanted to know and and get her insight on today. I know that if you are new to putting together the emotional roots of what might be physically and visually showing up on your face, this is probably going to blow your mind. We also talk about the five elements and how that may be impacting your health and also showing up on your face. There are tons of tools to take away in today's episode. I learned so much and I had already worked with Jackie before. So let's dive in and make sure you take some notes. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you are struggling, please go to trybetterhelp.com backslash uncensored empath. 
and receive 10% off your first month. Again, that's trybetterhelp, H-E-L-P.com backslash uncensored empath and get the support that you may be seeking today. Welcome to the show, Jackie. I'm super excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So you just came inside and taught amazing masterclass to all of the illuminated coaches. And I'm so excited to be able to now share this to the podcast listeners and just let them get to know you better, what, what it is you do and, and how freaking fascinating it is to me. I could hear, just like sit and listen to you talk about what you do for hours and hours and hours. So we're going to try to condense as much as we can into this short time. But I'd love for you to just start by telling us what it is that you do and how you currently are working with people. Okay. So yeah, what I currently do is um, I basically take what is going on on your face And I tie that to what's going on in your body, physically or emotionally. So health issues, emotional things that are coming up for you, um, a lot of times will show up on your face. And so you can actually decrease the stress and things that are going on in your body to make your skin look better, your face look better, decrease aging, but also to have a profound health benefit and even emotional well-being in your body. So for instance, my sister is a nurse and she's been breaking out all over her forehead. You know, now she's not working directly with COVID plants right now, but just being in the hospital, having to reuse masks and things like that has been really stressful. Mm-hmm. So those breakouts on the forehead are a lot of times related to like anxiety and fear and worry and those types of things. And the, her breakouts started showing up right about the time that all this happened. Everything started breaking out. Okay. So I got a breakout, like a, for me, like a fairly large breakout, probably a day or two ago, right here. If you guys can't, obviously listeners can't see, but it's on the inner right eye, like right by the, where my eyebrow starts. Do you off the top of your head know what that one is associated with? Um, on the right side, that would be, it's usually shoulders or neck. Do you anything okay. on your shoulders or neck? I mean, I always hold tension and pain there. So uh-huh. And I think like feeling like you have to shoulder more right now, maybe mm -hmm. that's definitely the emotional component as well as like, uh, I've been feeling, I actually, the other day had to just stop. I was like, okay, I'm done. I need to take the rest of the day off. I have been giving and giving and giving like so many empaths of the world tend to do is like overgive. And then we have these big hearts. So we want to save everyone right now. And I was like, oh my God, I need to stop. I need to slow down and focus on myself. So that's definitely like that shouldering as well. So a lot of what you do is also based in the elements and this thing you shared with us inside of Illuminated as well, that it's fascinating. And all the girls were like, oh my gosh, like identifying which element they feel like they were like strongest in. And of course that can change over time and probably even day to day. But can you give us a brief overview? And I know you have some resources you can share if people want to go in deeper later on. But on the show today, I'd love to at least give the Cliff Notes summary of what those elements are and how you can see them show up in your physical and emotional and energetic body. Absolutely. Yeah, we can talk about each of the five elements and I'll just give a brief thing of what you might see on your face, what might be occurring in your body. So we'll start with the water element. And waters really need, they have this energy of they just need to be. So they need time to like be creative, to be by themselves. They're generally tend to be like your artists, your, um, 
musicians, things like that. Or they can be people who are in business who just come up with really creative ideas. A lot of times they don't go directly towards their goal. They have to like flow around it and figure out how things are going to work. So they tend to be a little slower in achieving their goals. They might be late a little more often. They kind of get caught up in their head a lot. And so they don't really pay attention to time. Mm-hmm. They may, on their face, they may have more of a higher domed forehead, which really indicates creativity. They may have bigger ears in their body. They're more likely to, um, they're more likely to have like strong bones, strong teeth. Um, but they can also, those things can be affected when they're stressed. Um, that affects their hair. Waters tend to have really thick, wavy hair. But as they, if they're under a lot of stress or working too hard, they can find that they lose their hair quicker or that they end up going gray sooner than other um, elements. That's interesting. Um, So it's like the strong components of water are also potentially the ones that are affected when you're stressed or out of balance. Correct. Yes. So their primary element are the kidneys and the kidneys really have a lot to do with like your whole aging process. And so when your kidneys start to break down or get stressed, you're going to age a little bit faster and that'll show up as like stiff joints, you know, um, osteoporosis, hearing loss, you know, weak teeth, all these things that we attribute to aging. And kidneys emotionally, correct me if I'm wrong, also hold fear. Is that right? They do. Yes. So waters tend to be fearful and anxious when they're out of balance and that keeps them stuck and makes them even slower, if that makes sense. I can imagine a lot of us are experiencing maybe even just symptoms of the water element right now because there is a lot of like fear circulating and in the collective atmosphere. So even if people aren't, maybe don't normally experience that or potentially experiencing a little bit of more, more of that right now. Absolutely. We can all use a little kidney support right now to really help to combat those, those feelings of fear for sure. So what's, what's the next element? So the next element is the wood element, and people have a lot of wood energy. Um, the wood has to do with the liver and the gallbladder. Those are the people that get things done. They have vision. They do things. They, um, you know, get projects done. They're visionaries, um, but their emotion is anger, and so this anger is what drives them. It's what drives them to get things done. Mm-hmm. So they um, woods will show up on their face. They generally have like their eyebrows are really strong, so they have really strong dark you know, filled in eyebrows. And that is an indication of your liver energy, your liver health. Mm-hmm. They may have like really pronounced jaw bones and that's like the roots of the tree. So it's how much they are rooted into their beliefs. So mm-hmm. a person who has a really strong um, jawbone usually has these beliefs that are really strong. You, they can't sway, like nobody's going to be able to change their opinion. Mm-hmm. Woods like to argue I was going to say, um, we might awesome. know a few people, even if you aren't uh, resonating with wood, I bet you know a wood somewhere in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Woods stand out for sure. They're the people, like I said, like they just get things done, but they're also the people they really stand up for the underdog. So they're going to be like your activists, your lawyers, your police officers are, are things that they tend to be, but they're the people that they just get things done, but they always have to be constantly learning, constantly doing they're not good at sitting still. That's my husband. I just realized, I just realized. <laughs> he cannot sit still. He has to be doing something and he's a police officer. So right now they're not doing as much. He's still at work, but he is driving him crazy. He's like, I need to be going and like doing, you know, what he's you know supposed to be doing as a, as a yeah. law enforcement officer. And he does not Absolutely. like the, he does not like the pause and the slowdown. He likes to be getting things done. <laughs> 
Yes, right? I know it's hard for them. It's hard for them to sit still and not be doing things. Yeah. So things that can show up in a wood's body when they're out of balance is hormonal imbalances, anything going on with the reproductive system. So in women that can be like disruptions in their periods, it can be like things like PCOS, Mm -hmm. excessive hair growth on the face, Um, anything having to do with tension. So headaches, a lot of like, you know, shoulder tension, things like that. Woods like thrive on stress. They thrive on stress and tension, but they have to release it. And so they have to release it usually like through exercise or through something that just like allows them to get that tension out. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And just reflecting again on my husband, he needs to work out. Like he loves to lift weights. Lately he's been running just to like get that, some of that energy out <laughs> and be able to process things. Beautiful. Um, yeah. What about, what about the third element? Uh, the third element is fire. So fires are your people that they're just like excited about life. You know, they're like passionate. They're, they like change. They can't do the same thing all the time. They constantly have to have different activities. And so they say like if a fire element works at home, they, they should have like two or three desks throughout the house so they can have one project here and one here because they're not going to be able to focus and concentrate on anything for very long periods of time. I actually naturally, maybe, maybe I have more fire than I realize because I naturally do that. I'm like, okay, I've been in here for too long. Got to move. Got to gotta go to the other room. And fortunately, I have like numerous workspaces around my house, but it does. It helps to change things up. <laughs> Yeah, I can see some fire energy for you, in you for sure. They have like a lot of pointed tips of things, like a pointed nose, mm-hmm. pointed mouth. Those mm-hmm. things like indicate that extra like fire energy. They can okay. also have like extreme hairstyles. Huh. So their hair can be really, really curly or spiky or red or and even adding some like red highlights to your hair or having a more um, spiky hairstyle can increase your fire energy. Super interesting. Those like probably three years ago now, I went through a, a phase of, purple blue pink hair and then like my I was also like blonde and it just went like crazy and it it was the same overlapped with the same time as me starting my business and getting super creative and putting myself out there and like sharing my gifts with the world and and also just being like I'm not gonna fit into a box anymore I'm gonna do whatever I want to my hair and whatever I want in my business (laughs) interesting isn't that funny how you look back see that happening? Oh my gosh, absolutely. So um, did you mention where in the face do we see fire, the pointed features? Going to be more pointed features. They may have a little more redness to their complexion. They have all that fire energy raising up, so they may have more redness to their complexion. Freckles, dimples, things like that are all signs of some fire energy. Mm -hmm. And they tend to, when they have um, imbalances, it usually occurs around like the mind. It's like they have so much energy going to their mind that it can throw them off balance. They have problems with like restlessness, you know, mania, those types of things can be like slurred speech, um, heart arrhythmias or things going on with the small intestine. Mm -hmm. So the heart and the small intestine are the organs that have to do with the fire element. Yeah. Definitely relate with some aspects of that one. All right. So that was three. What about four? The four is the earth element. So earths are your people. They're just like your kind, nurturing, caring people. So they tend to care about you more than they care about themselves. So Mm -hmm. that can be one of their downfalls is that they don't give themselves enough love and attention. They're trying to give, give, give to other people. And that can end up coming back as resentment. So they're giving, giving, giving. They're kind of underneath of it all. They're wanting to get some of that back. 
And if they don't get it in the same way that they are, they're giving it, they may start to feel resentful. Yeah. These are your people that are going to feed you. As soon as you walk in the house, they're going to be like, can I feed you? Can I, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Are you hungry again? The earth element time of your life is like when you've kind of established yourself, you've made good money, and now you can just kind of relax and enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that's um, each of the elements has a time, like a time in your life in addition to seasonal aspects and and then what's showing up on your face and in your yeah. body. So each person has all of the elements, but they're going to have one or two that are really more prominent. Yeah. I was just going to have you clarify that. Like, this is not, you're not just one thing. You have all of these aspects and it might change throughout your lifetime, the seasons. And then like you said, you might feel maybe stronger or more dominant in one or two of them at, at any given time. And when you shared this with us, this information with us originally, a lot of the ladies were saying, you know, these two or this one, oh my gosh, like for sure. And uh, the next one, the last one is metal. And that's the one that I resonate with most. So, and, but the earth, I do want to say before we move on is I see a lot of empath energy in there, that tendency to overgive and to nurture and want to share the heart with the world. And like, even that, you know, offering of food of like, I want to support and to like take care of people. But then there's the other side of that where like, there could also be the, the edge, like a slippery slope of codependency too when you're giving, giving. So I just yeah. I think that probably relates with a lot of people. I feel like there's a lot of earth people out there listening to this show. Five is metal. Metal. Yeah. So earths and metals can be very um, similar in the fact that they're both self-forgetting. They tend to like forget who they are and they're giving, giving, giving so much to other people. The difference between the earth and the metal is is the earths are, um, they can, like you said, be more codependent. They generally tend to have more issues with their digestion and they can't handle change well. And so they'll stay in relationships longer, stay at jobs longer. They have to have like a home base. So maybe like their home or their job or their relationship that's it's like their home for them and that's like something that they hold on to metals are more on the um, spiritual side of things so they're looking for um, refinement they're looking to better themselves and so they're usually more seeking more spirituality they're not as they don't need people in their lives as much and in fact they like a little space from people so an earth person may like cling on to you right away and a metal person's going to be like, whoa, step back. <laughs> so like some introverted tendencies as well. Yes. Well, they need, what they need is they need this sense of safety and they need boundaries. Mm-hmm. So they, when they're meeting somebody new, their tendency is to, they want to check them out a little bit. They want to kind of feel what their energy is. Mm-hmm. Um, metals tend to be very sensitive to energy. And so they have to like, have that distance and that space to make sure something's okay first. That's so there. <laughs> My husband was just giving me a hard time last night. Actually, he was saying that I I, I can be skeptical. Was, like we were talking about this in the context of like the medical world, the healthcare world, and I was uh-huh. like, well, I have to feel into the person first, and I have to like get to know them, and I have to like they have to earn my trust, and we need to build this relationship. I can't just my energy is super sensitive to people. I can't just jump mm-hmm. in and say like, cut, like like the earth in, in contrast, right? Like the earth that's maybe like come on over. I'm like, mm, let me feel into you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They say like you know like earth and metals together. Like the earths are like ooh like they're clingy and like oh I want to 
I want to be best friends. And the metal's like, whoa, 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 yeah. you're invading my personal space. One step <laughs> at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so metals have, they have that space, but they have a lot of space on their face too. Mm-hmm. So their features are generally like further apart. Mm-hmm. A longer nose is a good sign of an earth element. Their organs are their the lungs and the large intestines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the nose is, it's a longer passageway for the air to get into the lungs. So it's able to heat the air more to get into the lungs. That's for um, metal or for earth? For metal. For metal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Earth is the spleen and the stomach. So it has a lot to do with your digestion. Gotcha. Okay. Metal, metal is that passage. Yeah. And they're about, um, they have a lot to do with like the skin and immunity. So when metals are out of balance, they can be more prone to things like viruses and bacteria and also like skin rashes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a tendency not to take really deep breaths. They tend to be shallow breathers. And so that can show up on their skin as, as more dull skin or more likely to get hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. Like all the melasma that I have. <laughs> you know, you've seen and you've worked on, on for me a little bit as well. So yeah, I'd love for everyone who's listening just to like, pause and consider which of those five that they most resonate with. Maybe it's two, maybe it's even three that they feel strongest in. And uh, I remember you telling us that there's especially like, I think one or two points on the face that can be like tender or or be like, how do I want to say this? Energetically blocked if people are struggling with autoimmune issues. Where are those points on the face? Yeah, so the biggest one for autoimmunity is if you come down, say on your bridge of your nose, and you're just coming down towards like directly underneath your eyes, mm-hmm. kind of in that, that little slope area on the side of your nose, there might be a spot that just feels a little tender or zingy right in there. And that is a point that's, it's called the anti-allergy point. But I like this point on any time that your body is attacking yourself. So it can be with autoimmune disease, obviously your immune system is attacking yourself. With allergies, the same thing, your immune system is attacking something mm-hmm. that the thing shouldn't be in the body. But yeah. emotionally, it can also have to do with this um, self-critical piece. Mm-hmm. So if you have that inner critic in your head that's constantly going, that point can help to um, turn off that, that voice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's super interesting to me. Just, I really relate, especially to the emotional component of critical self-talk and like holding myself to really high expectations and just that internal dialogue. And it was, it's always interesting for me to like then touch that point and see like, what's going on? What's going on there? So many of you have been asking what the cute glasses are that I keep wearing on my Instagram story lately are. And While I do have prescription glasses, these are blue blocking glasses. And I just got off the phone with the CEO of this amazing company called Blue Blocks. And three years ago, Andy, the CEO and his wife started this company because they were just noticing that there are literally hundreds of thousands of cheap, cheap, cheap blue blocking glasses that you can get on Amazon. But they really didn't feel the quality was up to standard. And many of those glasses, you guys, many of those glasses don't actually block blue lights, (laughs) especially not the specific uh, light spectrums that peer-reviewed studies say that you should block in order to actually get the benefit from blue blocking glasses. So they sent 20 pairs of glasses out for testing and found out 
none actually covered the spectrum of blue light that was recommended based on these peer-reviewed articles. Their glasses are also made at optics labs in Australia versus factories in China. And because they're created and manufactured in optics labs, they can also offer prescription glasses that include blue blocking technology, whereas most of the glasses that you would see on Amazon are just a standard plastic lens. And that can make such a difference. So I love these glasses. I've noticed a difference personally in the way especially I'm able to sleep and fall asleep at night. I had tried two previous pairs of other brands, blue blocking glasses, and not seen the actual change in sleep quality. Blue Blocks and I have partnered to offer you 15% off your frame and lens of choice. They also have free global worldwide shipping, which is freaking amazing for those of us in the U.S. because they are shipped from Australia. All you got to do is go over to Blue Blocks. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com and use the code empath at checkout for 15% off your pair of lenses. And so I guess to also clarify, I know listeners can't see us, but the work that you do with people, you know, we described as finding where those blockages are by, you know, by looking at the face, but you also use tools on the face to then stimulate those different areas on the skin that are associated with different organs and energy meridians in the body in order to create energy flow or to release blockages. Can you talk a little bit about the tools you use and what that looks like in a descriptive visual (laughs) way for our listeners since they can't see your face? (laughs) Yeah. So I have a tool that I call a detector and it has just like a little blunt tipped end. And so this works similar. I say it's like similar to acupuncture without the needles. Mm -hmm. Now we're not working directly the meridians or the acupuncture points, but it's kind of similar in that you're just massaging the individual points and that helps to release these energy blockages that you have. Yeah. And so a lot of times it'll help with everything from like your health issues to improving your mood to just really seeing old patterns that are, you know, kind of holding you back from really achieving your life's purpose. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, several sessions with you, Jackie, and they are so relaxing, but I also feel this movement of energy that is, like flushing or releasing or cleansing. It's almost like a little mini, you know, detox, I guess, for not just your face, but like you're into all your organs and, and your systems, your human body systems. And it's so cool. You guys, Jackie, just, it, it's a very like gentle stimulation. It's not like a, I don't know, like a deep tissue face massage or anything like that. It's very um, soft, but she uses the detector and like circles around your face. And it's just really amazing to literally see the results after, you know, laying down and having you do this for an hour, Uh, but also to then, you know, go back home and, and continue to notice like those little like tensions inside of the face that I wasn't ever really looking for or noticing or being aware of before, but now that I've been educa- educated by you and you, you've taught me at least probably like just a tiny bit of what you <laughs> totally know, but a little bit of what you know, uh, it's been really cool to be just more self-aware of what is happening in the face that's like a messenger for for rest of the body. What are some of the examples, experiences, case studies of 
when you've worked on people, how they've seen improvement or how their skin has changed or how symptoms have gone away simply by stimulating these different parts of the face. Yeah, I mean, I could tell stories all day long. Um, <laughs> so I'll try and tell some of my favorite ones. Um, one was I was working on a guy, at a, I was just at a party and I was trying to explain to him what I did. And he is, he's like, well, he's like, I can barely like move my arm up. Like his, his right arm was basically, he couldn't really move it. And so I worked some of the reflex points associated with the shoulder and he had had a Mohs procedure on exactly one of the reflex points for the shoulder. And a Mohs procedure, they go deep in to remove skin cancer, oh. but it's a, it's a deeper removal. And he had scar tissue there. Well, scar okay. tissue will block that, um, that nerve ending. And so as I massaged that, he was able to lift his arm all the way up to shoulder height. Wow. And that was just in a couple of minutes of working on him. And he hadn't <laughs> been able to move his arm for three months. Oh my, uh, cool. I mean, like <laughs> understatement to say cool party trick because right? <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, you're like, this is magic. But like, you know, there, it makes actually a lot of sense and that you knew exactly, you know, where to like look on the face to be able to encourage that movement back into the arm. What other, mm -hmm. what other fun stories do you have? <laughs> um, let's see here. Let's talk about, we'll talk about, um, there's a point on the outer part of your eyes for the pericardium. Mm -hmm. Pericardium is this muscular thing that surrounds your heart and its job is literally to protect your heart. Mm -hmm. um, it protects your heart from viruses and bacteria, but emotionally it also is about protecting your heart. Mm -hmm. So if you think it's also applied to that same area on your body, that would be your pec muscles. Your pec muscles are over your heart. And if your pec muscles are tight, your shoulders are rounded in and you're literally protecting your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a client who had some thoracic outlet syndrome, which is basically where that pec muscle is so tight that it squeezes down on the nerve that goes down your arm and it causes numbness and tingling in the arm. So she was about ready to have surgery on that to release that muscle because she was having so much issues with that. So we did some work on her. That pain literally went away. She didn't have to have surgery. Mm -hmm. um, but we talked about the emotional component of it. And she noticed that the, a couple of times it came back. And one was when she had a fight with her husband. And another was when she was telling a story of how she had given up um, her daughter for adoption mm -hmm. when she was younger. And so both of those emotionally caused that protection of her heart. Mm -hmm. And she was a very, very fiery, very much a fire element. Yeah, that's so, so amazing. And you also have a really cool story, a personal story of gray hair as well. I'd love for you to share that. <laughs> yeah, so as I was um, doing this work, I wasn't, you know, I was doing this a lot with other people, but I wasn't really receiving the work myself. Right. And I wasn't, probably working on myself as much as I could have either just because by the time you're done working, like the last thing you want to do is work more. Mm -hmm. So I had an intern who started working with me and I started receiving the same treatments that I was giving on, you know, at least weekly, sometimes twice a week. Well, I looked back onto my old pictures and I had stopped dyeing my hair because I just kind of wanted to see like how gray it really was. I've been dyeing my hair for years. And so I had these pictures where my hair was like really pretty gray. And one day I was looking through my pictures and I'm like, wow, my hair used to be super gray. I'm like, it's not anymore. I literally like had to go, go look in the mirror at that point and, and search for gray hair and I couldn't find any. Wow. It turned my hair by strengthening my kidneys. Mm -hmm. um, I had turned my hair from gray back to brown. So cool. 
So cool. And I'm working on that now with my brother-in-law who has some gray in his beard. We've just started since, you know, we're kind of quarantined with him. I'm like, yeah, let me just work on your face <laughs> now regularly. <laughs> and so we've really darkened like his whole beard was gray and now there's just, you know, some right in here. That's why wow. I want you to quarantine with me and do tricks <laughs> on me every day. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. Yeah. So, I don't think fine, so. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's obviously a lot of emotional, energetic, physical benefits that we can see throughout the entire body as we've been mentioning, but there's also more like localized, uh, aesthetic results that people get like literally in their face that is more of this natural like facelift like a natural face lifting effect at least and can you talk a little bit about you know when you are working on somebody how th that result is achieved and what the results are even after one session obviously I'm sure it's uh more impactful if people come regularly but what does that look like yeah, so the work I do with the facelifting effect, um, I am affecting like several areas. A, a is the barrier layer, so the outer portion of your skin. Mm -hmm. In traditional skincare, it's believed that we have to like exfoliate our skin, do chemical peels, things like that, and that actually damages that barrier layer. Mm -hmm. And so that makes our skin more um, less resistant to like sun damage, um, more likely to get sensitive, more likely for things to get inside of your skin and have an allergic reaction. Mm -hmm. Then I work with your lymphatic system, which is like your lymph is all the extra fluid in your body. That's not your blood, basically. And its job is to collect cellular waste and dirt and debris and remove it from the body. But as we age, that gets stuck and stagnant. And then our skin gets more inflamed. And it's more, you know, when you have stagnant lymph, it's more likely to get acne, rosacea, hyperpigmentation, puffiness in your face, droopiness. And so encouraging that lymphatic flow helps to improve the entire health of your body, but really makes your face look more glowy, more lifted. Um, I work with fascia. You know, as we age, we get these fascia adhesions um, all over our body, but in our face and our neck, especially if we're on our computers a lot and we have that texting neck where our shoulders are high or faces out, to, you know, is stuck out. So I release fascia adhesions. And then we do the work with the nervous system with the reflexology and the reflex points. And so they all work together to really just keep your face looking younger and more lifted. And what I usually see is people will look like they've lost like five or 10 pounds in their face. Yeah. And they have like a more defined jawline, more lifted cheeks, mm -hmm. less wrinkles, even after one session. It's, you're right. Even after one session, I was just going to say, <laughs> you guys, Jackie has an amazing Instagram that we'll link in the show notes. And she is posting like short tutorial videos and some really cool before and after images that really show the impact of this, this work. And I first found Jackie when I, right before I was getting my wedding day, before I was getting married and I had heard a facial, facial massage, I think like on somebody else's podcast. And I was like, there's gotta be this somewhere near me. And so I found you in Denver and turned out it like, wasn't just facial massage. I don't know. To me, it was like a whole, like mind-blowing, eye-opening experience that just really takes a holistic approach to skincare. And I thought it was so interesting. I guess I had some certain expectations. I don't know what they were based on, but I had some expectation of what I was about to do. And part of the expectation was that I would like, you would put products on my skin and you really don't use any products. And I just think that's so it's so different from the other standard approach that you were just mentioning that, you know, it's like chemical peels and Botox and 
um, creams, serums, and all the things, injections, et cetera. But the, the results you get are just as incredible. It's so, so cool. I love watching the videos that you post and the before, the before and afters. And because the Illuminated Girls were gutsy enough to talk about this, I want to talk about this too. <laughs> I just think it's so important to educate. And I do believe that people often go into some of these very harsh treatments and injections like Botox or um, there's other ones like um, Dysport and another one as well. Xeomin, that's it. Those different injections because they don't think they have any other choice and like they're, you know, they want to stay, we all want to stay looking youthful and young. So can you explain to us why this could be an, a wonderful alternative and potentially what the harms of those other methodologies and, and techniques could be on the skin? Oh, yes, absolutely. So it's one of my favorite topics, and I could talk about this all day. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what I'm doing is really creating more movement under the surface of your skin. So I'm moving your, you know, fascia, releasing fascial adhesions, improving your lymphatic system, increasing blood flow, all these things that are improving the health of your face, your skin from within, but also improving the entire health of your body. Mm -hmm. So when you're using injections like Botox and other types of um, fillers and those types of things, they limit the movement in your body and they can actually affect your um, nervous system as well. And so when you're limiting the movement in your body, you're more likely to affect whatever, wherever you're putting those um, injections can affect that area that's transferring information within your body. Mm -hmm. So for instance, that same spot that I was working on, that woman who had the thoracic outlet syndrome, I had a client who had Botox injected into that spot. Well, she ended up developing a mass in, you know, above her breast, you know, in that pectoral area that was really painful. And she was really scared that she had breast cancer or things like that. Well, we ended up working on her. And after working on her for, you know, I did like a 30 minute facial, we couldn't find the mass. Like we actually had to go searching for it. We finally found it, but it wasn't nearly as painful. And so I think what had happened is that where she had had that Botox placed, it actually like deadened that nerve and caused a blockage in her body. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that happen so many times with people are getting Botox on a regular basis that they end up with more anxiety, more depression, and more gut issues are three things I've particularly seen a lot of. But in addition, like that decreased movement in your face, a lot of times their, their face will maintain the same shape, but it actually gets bigger. Like you can just see it get bigger mm -hmm. and puffier. And then a lot of times I see a, real, a lot of irritation, like redness and swelling and things like that, that go along with it too, for people that are getting it regularly. So um, just something to think about if you're thinking about doing that, that there are more natural um, alternatives and that will actually keep your skin looking long, younger, longer. Yeah. Like I mentioned, I just think it's important to educate and to show people that there are potentially other options, not to put any judgment or anything out there to anybody, but just no. to explore, like explore what is available. And my, my assumption is that a lot of people have never tried this and <laughs> like could get really amazing results. Uh, obviously within the whole body, like we were first talking about and how all those elements are implicated, but then also more aesthetically and localized on the actual skin of the face. And just, I'm, 
I feel after I leave, like, like everything is tighter. Like, like it does feel like I've lost like five pounds in my face. Like all that puffiness has moved. And then you can almost feel it as Jackie's doing this to you guys. Like there's like a little tickle in the back of your throat at certain points where it's like, you can almost feel that lymph, like little, like pumping, draining itself out of, out of your face and helping move uh, stagnation or like um, puffiness or inflammation, toxins like out of your body. And that even like sensation is like, Ooh, something's, something's happening here. And it's kind of cool to like, to feel as you are working on people. Yeah. You can totally feel that like that little trickle in your throat as that lymph is moving. Um, and then I'm also, I'm working on an online course called give yourself a facelift where I'm actually going to teach people how they can do a lot of this stuff on themselves mm-hmm. as well as incorporate some things of what do these things on your face mean? Cause like, you know, all your wrinkles, where things are showing up, mm-hmm. it all like means something and has to do with what's going on inside your body. Yeah. And it's so empowering to then have that knowledge, that education to then know Ooh, this is showing up like like when we just started. I was seeing this, you know, little spot in my inner right eye, and then to not just look at it as an annoying breakout and like talk, you know, be like, oh my god, you know, my face, which I definitely used to do a lot of that negative critical talk around. Whenever I had a breakout, I would just get angry at myself and angry at my skin. And I think this opens up the doorway to feel empowered by what your skin is showing you, what your face is showing you, and look at that little spot or um, a, a tender spot or pigment that accumulates in a certain spot and really see it as a message that, that your body is sending you and to feel really empowered then to have information and tools to, to move that energy and release. It's pretty fun to learn what all the correlations are. Yeah. When I mean, we touched on like the Botox fillers and how that, that creates that stagnation in your face what about like actual topicals as well? So I think you mentioned that you hardly use any topicals at all. And do you feel like you just don't need them because this, the techniques you use are there enough? Can you explain that to us? Yeah. So what really, when you activate your body's ability to take care of itself, like you have all the oils that you need, the lymphatic system cleans your skin from beneath the surface, which is even better than cleaning it on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really find that you don't need it and that your skin actually looks better without using a ton of products. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the only thing that I use right now is a facial oil. And I just use like maybe a drop or two a couple times a week is really I found what I need because when I'm massaging my face on a regular basis, you're activating your body's natural oil production. If you're cleaning your skin too often and twice a day is, is way too often, you're actually stripping your skin of its natural oils. And then you're trying to replace those oils that you just stripped with your moisturizer and then your skin's responding to that. Mm-hmm. So if it's not enough moisturizer, your skin may be too dry or it may overproduce oil to try to, you know, compensate. And yeah. so it's really hard to achieve that balance in your skin, but your skin really has all the oils it needs. Um, if your fascia is tight and stuck together, not only is your skin going to be thin and crepey or wrinkly or dry, but um, it's also going to be you know, when, when you release that fast, your skin looks more plump and it actually feels hydrated. So mm-hmm. I spent all of my twenties and thirties with super dry skin. And I just assumed it was because I lived in Colorado. I didn't know anything about skincare at this time it was until I was 40 and started learning facial massage that now like my skin just doesn't get dry anymore. 
so cool. No, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, this is more of a personal question, but yeah, what about um, like just makeup removal? So like mm-hmm. I never go to sleep with my makeup on and I don't wear makeup every single day, but when I go out and about into the world, I typically do put makeup on. So you would want to remove that as like your wash of the day if you do, if you are applying makeup. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And what I actually really love for that is Jane Iredale is a makeup, a national natural makeup company. She has um, something called the makeup removal kiss. I think she calls it the magic mitt. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just a um, microfiber cloth. You just like rinse it with water, remove all your makeup, mascara included. And then you just rinse that cloth off with um, like a nice gentle dishwashing soap or hand soap, let it dry. And you can use that for like six months. Wow. It's 15 bucks. That's so you just cool. saved the environment and you yeah. saved your, <laughs> your wallet and, uh-huh. and it works great. Super cool. All right. So I feel like this is so much for everyone to now take home and, and feel excited about trying some, some new things with their skin and learning more about what you do. You mentioned that you have a course coming out. There's also, I believe, a free course where people can learn more, especially about the elements. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. I have a free mini course on my website that's called um, the five elements on your face. And it talks a little bit more about each of the elements mm-hmm. as well as where you can find the reflex zones for each organ on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really fun class to take and you can just use, you don't necessarily have to have a detector. You could use the end of a crochet hook, the end of a makeup brush or things like that. Um, and I tell a lot about that in the course as well. Yeah. I really encourage you guys to give this a try and just see what it, it feels like as you do this to yourself. I I personally now just do it at night before, oftentimes before bed or my husband and I are on the couch watching a show. I'll just like pull out my detector and, and he's just like, he doesn't even ask me what I'm doing anymore. He's like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> You're doing that thing. <laughs> I've done it. I think I've told you, Jackie, I've done it to hit him and mostly because he's He's got some some uh, scratchy face, but mostly to his forehead, so uh, where it's a little easier to access. And uh, I do it to his forehead, and it, he loves it. It's super relaxing for him. And actually, because he doesn't do like anything to, to his skin really on a regular basis, whereas uh, me, like I have been using a lot of products, and you've really opened my eyes up to like maybe changing that. Even though I am like using organic and gluten free products still, uh, but it was really interesting when I, the first time I did this to his forehead and kind of like gently around his eyes, a little bit on his nose, the next morning he woke up and he looked like he got a facelift. I was like, babe, your wrinkles are like gone. What just happened? I was like, right. can, can you do it to me now every night? <laughs> it was so cool. Okay. So people can um, fi- find uh, out more about this in that free mini course. You also have paid courses. You have a, like a training program. And what is your Instagram account people can go find and, and just like start watching some of these videos that you post as well? Um, it's Flow Health and Beauty. Perfect. You guys will link that in the show notes as well. So you can find her. But if you are like already on your phone trying to figure out more flow, health and beauty on Instagram, Jackie um, puts out some really amazing information. She even put out a diagram that is a really simple protocol using the detector for um, how did, how did you describe it? It's like preventing viruses. Yeah. So there's for really for strengthening your body so that viruses really can't take a hold within them. 
So a couple of things you want to strengthen is just like, you know, your body's immunity and the ability for viruses not to even get through your nose or through your sinuses in the first place. Yeah. So that um, will help to heat and moisturize your body. We all did that together inside the masterclass Jackie hosted for Illuminated. And it was, it was really cool. It was really powerful. And I'm sure a lot of the ladies have been doing a lot of that lately to keep um, strengthening their bodies, like natural immunity and, and natural uh, mechanisms that keep us safe and protect us on a day-to-day basis. So thank you so much, Jackie. I just love everything that you share with all of us in the world. And I am excited for quarantine to be over so I can come back in and see you and have you work your magic on my face again. Is there anything else that you're feeling inspired to share listeners with, or do you feel complete? Um, you know, I just would encourage people to try it because everybody's going to see something a little bit different happen with their own skin and in their own body. And really just a way to encourage self-healing and just encourage your body's natural like immune defenses and and all those things so yeah Yeah. give it a shot and um, be sure to let me know what you think super cool you guys again we'll link all that in the show notes and thanks so much for tuning in jackie thank you so much for being here thank you i appreciate it thanks for tuning in today's episode Jackie is such an amazing healer and friend. I highly recommend you go follow her over on Instagram at flow, health, and beauty. And I'll see you on the next episode.